You're listening to Early Learning Review Radio. Gemma Purvis here for Early Learning Review and I'm speaking to Associate Professor Ken Harvey. Hi Ken, thanks for joining us. Now you recently had an article in The Conversation, you were talking about the so-called vitamin gummies. There's, there's a number of issues involved with these products, aren't there? Indeed there are. I mean, we've been uh, nasty enough to call them exploitative um, and unhealthy, and it also raises the issue of uh, bad regulation um, because these products fall within or between really the Therapeutic Goods Administration, which regulates uh, complementary medicines and some vitamins and minerals, and Fazans, the Food Safety Authority of Australia and New Zealand, which looks after food. So it does raise a number of interesting issues. It does. And I guess the fact as well that they're advertised as being for fussy eaters, there's a certain element of guilt on the parent's behalf in this, isn't there? You know, if your child's a fussy eater, there's often this assumption that you're somehow to blame. Oh, look, that's a standard technique of the um, promotion by particularly the complementary medicines uh, industry, although probably all advertisers, I mean, tuning into emotions, um, you know, you're too busy to eat, you're stressed. Um, I mean, this is the line that uh, really the industry pushes to push their multivitamins and minerals. Um, and yes, it's uh, to me, it's exploitative, particularly when it comes to parents and children, because yes, I mean, all kids go through a stage of being fussy eaters, if you like. Um, I've got a, a six-year-old grandchild at the moment who uh, you'll serve him up his dinner and he'll look at it and say, yuck, yuck. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the challenge as um, you know, as many good, um, I think the, the Victorian government's uh, website on fussy eaters is excellent. It says, look, you, you know, this is um, a stage they all go through. The challenge is just to keep serving them up bits and pieces of different nutritious food. They'll pick bits and pieces, and they certainly, uh, or usually none of them, will uh, um, you know, let their condition go deteriorate because they're not eating things. So, But to suggest that the way around this is to have sugar-filled gummies with sort of a touch of vitamins, minerals, and um, um, vegetable extracts is crazy stuff. All of us have different tastes. And so whether you're a child or an adult, there's going to be certain foods that you like and don't like. And it doesn't really matter as long as you're getting the right nutrients from the other foods that you eat. Exactly right. And again, I mean, this is the advice for young kids. You just... uh, keep serving them different things um you know if they don't like some things fine uh, then they will come back to it um and you know but but the challenge again is to keep those fruit and veggies going in different shapes and forms and colors uh, and almost inevitably they will sort themselves out one of the complaints that you do have is, of course, the high sugar content that some of these products have. Is it a case of they need, just need better labelling or would you prefer to see perhaps the product uh, be reformatted so it had less sugar? 
Well, I think that, again, that raises interesting questions. Our concern about uh, the sugar content, and so as you say, some of these are more than 50% sugar and they're covered in sugar when you look at them. Um, the pictures, actually the pictures on the website shows lots and lots of Chinese sugar granules on the outside, more than 50% sugar by weight. And we know that this is uh, very harmful to kids' teeth, but, um, you know, bacteria love to uh, grow in sugar um, and dental care caries, uh, the rate of dental caries increases with the amount of sugar that people consume. And Australians, both adults and kids, uh, consume too much sugar. So to have a confectionery, so-called healthy vitamin product that sort of pushes that up is just, again, not only crazy, but I think reprehensible. Um, and certainly there are some formulations of uh, kids' multivitamins uh, that don't have um, that sugar content. The other problem with the gummies is they're sticky, so they stick to teeth and uh, keep that sugar uh, feeding the bacteria for longer. And they also contain food acid, uh, citric acid, for example, which again dissolves enamel. So really, they are a terrible combination product. So you did mention at the start of the interview that they fall between the cracks between two regulatory bodies. How would you like to see that resolved? Well, I'd certainly like to see Fazans and TGA uh, come together and um, and decide what should be done. I mean, Fazans, for example, Food Safety Australia New Zealand um, uh, have um, a, a policy, and it's uh, th that if you are producing food, you should have um, on the label uh, the content um, of the of all the ingredients. And so, the odd gummy that is actually not sent to the Therapeutic Goods Administration and presumably is classified as a food has at least accurate labelling. You know, three grams of sugar um, in a five gram gum. Um, and people, parents can at least get some idea of what's going on. But interestingly, if they, the sponsor decides, no, no, we want to market this and register it as a complementary medicine, that goes to the Therapeutic Goods Administration, who have no such requirement. Uh, all they require is that you, the sponsor should mention the product contains sugars, um, which is not at all helpful. Um, and their argument for that is that, well, they don't want uh, people to be put off medicines that might do them some good because they're worried about sugar, which I found a totally sort of crazy comment um, because, you know, these particular medicines, as I say, um, are unhealthy. They're not required. And, you know, not to have the label um, of how much sugar they contain, it seems to me, is a, a dereliction of duty by the regulators. Now, we will be taking this up um, uh, with the head of the Therapeutic Goods Administration. When I say we, uh, some of my colleagues in public health um, and others, but it needs to be resolved. It's been going on for far too long and it's, uh, it's crazy stuff. Talking about the Therapeutic Goods Act and calling them medicines, but as you say, they've got this incredibly high sugar content and some of them really only have traces of the minerals and vitamins they're purporting to contain. Would you prefer to see, say, the Therapeutic Goods um, reduce or say you can't have X amount of sugar in these products or would you just prefer them to have to label their products as if they were a food item? 
Look, I think the minimal sensible way forward is at least they should have the same labelling as gummies classified as food. Um, my own preference and many of my colleagues would be for the Therapeutic Goods Administration to bite the bullet and say uh, these products are unhealthy and there's no place for them and that they should not be uh, listed or registered or go through the system. So I'd like to see them got rid of. Uh, but in the that obviously will be more controversial and will be fought by the industry who presumably make lots of money from these unhealthy products. But, um, yeah, I think in the interim, uh, get the labelling right, and then at least there's informed consent, which there isn't at the moment with parents. Um, and then I think a push to just get them off the market because, uh, you know, it's an inappropriate product. Well, I guess the only way to really get them off the market, apart from perhaps banning them, would be for parents to be well enough informed to realise that they're not necessary for their children's well-being. Well, that's the purpose, certainly, of the article in the conversation mm -hmm. and certainly me talking to you today. And again, one of the other strategies, uh, which uh, some of my colleagues are thinking about, is to have a campaign in which students and others will go to their friendly local pharmacy. And if they find these products on their shelves, they'll gently ask the pharmacist why, um, how do they justify, has meant to be, you know, health professionals, how do they justify selling uh, this rubbish? And so I think a bit of a grassroots campaign uh, directed at the outlets, which are mainly pharmacies, um, uh, would be a good way to go. Would it also be a case of in the supermarkets getting them removed from the medicine sections in the supermarket and put in the Interesting. I, I haven't seen, I haven't exist, you know, searched exhaustively, but I haven't seen gummies in my local supermarkets. Um, and I don't know why, that may just be the chain's uh, thought. They seem to be mainly pharmacies and sometimes health food shops. But, um, but yes, I mean, um, I think a good strategy, apart from education and tackling the regulators, is a grassroots campaign to go to places that are selling these and say, now, come on, guys, um, you know, can you really justify selling products that are going to rot children's teeth? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Thanks for that. And uh, just one final question. In your article, you also mention the um, issues with things like zinc as being an appetite um, stimulator. Now, one of the questions I have is, would you want these products, because there are such, I mean, I'm really surprised at the variety of products out there. Would you want some kind of of scientific documentation behind these claims, which would perhaps uh, see some of the products taken off the shelves anyway. Well, that's another issue which, you know, we refer to under the exploitative side. I mean, claims are made for these products that lack any foundation whatsoever uh, in science. Um, and that's a common problem across the whole complementary medicines uh, area. I mean, going back to the zinc story, for example, I mean, um, Yes, uh, if you're in Eritrea, um, malnourished parts of Africa, zinc deficient, um, then that can cause problems with appetite. But that's extremely unlikely in Australia, where zinc is found in many healthy foods. Um, and as I say, the only evidence I've seen that zinc may be of some value in, uh, in stimulating appetite uh, is in total badly malnourished children uh, in the third world. Um, and so to 
extrapolate from that, um, which regrettably is often what the complementary medicine does. Um, but you know, there's a particular scenario where deficiencies of something leads to problems. Then to extrapolate that, uh, you know, if you're not eating your fruit and veggies, you can make up for it by having supplements. Uh, again, there's just no evidence, no evidence to support it. I mean, the message is, you know, we. With very few exceptions, um, Australians do not need supplements. I mean, you know, at certain times, certain people, yes, pregnancy, folic acid, you know, little old lady regrettably stuck in a nursing home, not getting out into the sun, yes, some vitamin D and calcium. So, yes, I'm, you know, there is a place for supplements for certain people at certain times in their life. But on average, for the average child, the average adult, uh, they're just wasting their money um, taking vitamin and mineral supplements. And as you say, it's not just a waste of money on buying the products, but there's then some of the uh, the, the increase in uh, ongoing dental problems as you age. And, you know, some of the photos that you've uh, sent through are quite shocking with the dental decay in young children. Oh, look, and it, dental decay is a big problem. That's why we had a professor from Melbourne Uni and the dentistry department as a co-author. I mean, uh, you know, this is a big problem. Um, we consume too much sugar. Children consume too too much sugary food, and it rots their teeth, and that can cause problems, you know, severe problems, um, right throughout their life. So, no, I think we've, um, you know, we've got to be aware that although there are products that can be produced that will make uh, companies money, um, particularly when they're well promoted and well advertised, um, the fact remains that some of these products are unhealthy, they're exploitative, and I don't believe they should be allowed to be marketed. 